Hello everyone, thanks for joining me today. I'm Jerry Savelle. We are downtown Fort Worth, Texas, and right now we're in the Kenneth Copeland Believers Convention, Southwest Believers Convention. Actually, this is the 40th year for this convention, and I've been privileged to speak in each and every one of them every year. And today I'm gonna to take you into the service where I was talking about holding fast to God's Word. You know, God's Word is designed to produce great things in your life. And you have the responsibility that once you hear it, then you must hold fast to it. Satan is going to attempt to steal it. He does it through primarily distractions. The Bible says in Mark chapter 4 and the Amplified Bible that uh, we need to be aware of the distractions of the age. There are a lot of distractions taking place right now in our world, and they're designed by Satan to steal God's Word out of your heart. And if you don't keep the word in your heart, then obviously it's not going to produce what God desires for it to produce. So once now, as I take you into this service where we're talking about, once again, holding fast to God's word, and then at the close, I'll be back with some special announcements. So once now, and I'll see you soon. It seems like to me that just before a breakthrough comes, Satan tries his hardest to steal the word. <clears throat> Amen? Amen? It seems like when you're under the greatest pressure to give up, to quit, to turn back, to let go of the word, if you won't do it, then your breakthrough is on the horizon. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? amen? I've seen it happen time and time again where it seems like that when you're under the greatest pressure to give up, if you won't quit, if you will persevere and hang on to the word, don't let go of the word, then the breakthrough is just around the corner, praise God. And that's where a lot of you are right now. Amen. Don't let go of the word. Now, listen to what the Amplified Bible says. Then the cares and the anxieties of the world and the distractions of the ages choke and suffocate the word and it becomes fruitless. Notice the distractions of the age. Boy, I'm telling you, if that's not what's happening right now, I don't know what is. I don't know any other way to describe what is happening right now. The distractions of the age. Amen. There are a lot of distractions going on right now. And on, we didn't know coming into this year that it was going to end up like it has. I mean, I was out preaching all over the world up until March the 15th. The Lord had told me that 2020 would be a year of supernatural increase like I'd never experienced before. And he said, preach that everywhere you go. And, and I have, I've, I've preached it uh, uh, from September of last year up until March the 15th of this year. My last meeting uh, was in the Denver, Colorado area. And I preached it everywhere I went. And we had no idea at that time that we were going to experience what we have experienced. When, when I got home from Denver, in fact, when I finished those meetings, I got in my plane, flew home that night, and the next 
couple of days is when it all hit. And I haven't actually been anywhere since March the 15th, other than just a few weeks ago. I was in uh, Missouri one night and Arkansas the next night, and I've been home ever since. Now, I've been, you know, doing television broadcasts, and uh, I've preached for Brother Copeland and his uh, virtual seminars and so forth, and, uh, but I hadn't been out of Fort Worth to speak of, and I haven't done meetings other than here, and, and I, I, I told him I don't want an offering. Um, I'm doing this in obedience to the Lord and, and in honoring you and your ministry. And I said, I don't want you to receive an offering for me. I'll take care of my own expenses and I'm just going to be a blessing to you and your ministry. So I haven't had any way in the natural to, you know, generate income from meetings. And thank God I don't have to do that. Amen. Thank God for faithful partners. Well, more than that, thank God for a faithful God who gives me faithful partners, hallelujah. And my income has not gone down. I have not suffered in the least. In fact, it's gone up and we're doing better than we ever have, hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. Amen. But we didn't know March the 15th that all of this was going to happen, you know. And in the natural, you know, if you listen to the devil, and particularly if you, you know, in the ministry, you know, and, and you depend on tithes and offerings and so forth, the devil would tell you, well, the offerings are going to go down. People can't come to church and they're not likely to send it in. You know, he'll tell you all kind of lies. I went into my staff uh, right after this broke and I said, and I, and I told my staff all over the world, you know, we have offices in other nations as well. And I said, we will not lay off one person. No one is going to take a cut in pay. And, and I allowed them to only come in there at that beginning stages, only come in a couple hours a day. And we still paid them just like they were working eight hours a day. And, and nobody uh, got laid off. Nobody got fired. Nobody lost income. In fact, we blessed them in other ways as well. Amen. But we didn't know that this was going to take place until it happened. And it'd be easy when something like this happens to allow Satan to steal the word from you. Amen. But what are you going to do now? How are you going to how are you going to keep everything going? Well, the great thing is I haven't had any debt in years and years and years. My ministry doesn't have any debt. I don't have any debt, praise God. So they can't come shut anything down. They can't come take it away from me, praise God. Hallelujah. And one of my favorite things to, to talk about and one of my favorite things to write in every letter I write is God is faithful. God is faithful. Hallelujah. God is faithful. Look at your neighbor and say, my God is a faithful God. But what do you suppose I'd be preaching today if I'd allowed the devil to steal the word? Would I be able to give the testimonies I'm giving? Not likely. 
because it takes the word to produce. Amen? Here he says, the distractions of the age will choke and suffocate the word and it would become fruitless or non-productive. You got to hold on to the word. Hold on to the word. You know, one of the favorite things the devil will tell you in times like this, well, you can't afford to give anymore. Or just tell him, uh, excuse me, I can't afford not to give. You, you, you said that wrong, Satan. I can't afford not to give. Now, I've had people tell me since all this happened, Brother Jerry, are you sure you heard from God? Yes, I am. I'm sure I've heard from God. Well, you shouldn't go around telling people that God wants them to experience supernatural increase this year with everything that's happening. How is that going to happen? Well, I like to say it this way. You don't get to be called God if you can't make things happen like this. <laughs> He's El Shaddai. He's Jehovah Jireh. Amen. It's not impossible with God. All it takes is one door. That's what he said. I will open a new door and bring about supernatural increase like you've never experienced before. All it takes is one door. Amen. Now go with me to 1 Kings or 2 Kings weather. And I'm sure you're familiar with this story. Chapter 7. Verse 1. And Elijah said, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, Tomorrow, about this time, shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel, and two measures of barley for a shekel, in the gates of Samaria. Now, if you keep reading the story, you'll find out that in the natural, that was impossible. The enemy has surrounded God's people, have shut them in, have cut off all the supply lines, and in the natural, it's just a matter of time and they're either going to die of starvation or they're going to be killed by the sword. So in the natural, the prophet comes along and, and makes this bold statement that no way that it can happen. But it said, hear the word of the Lord. Amen. God calls things that be not as though they were. And of course, if you read the story here, uh, it, it'll go on to say that there was a certain individual who, who didn't believe it could happen when he heard and he voiced it. There's, there's no way that could happen. No way that that can happen. I'm paraphrasing. That's impossible. That prophet, it must have been something the birds brought him, you know, 
He, he, his stomach is, is upset and he's saying things he shouldn't be saying. It's not possible. But the prophet said, oh, it's going to happen and you'll see it, but you won't partake of it. Now, I don't want to be one of those that God is opening doors or opening a new door and supernatural increase is coming to everybody around me, but because I wouldn't believe it, it's not happening to me. Let your neighbor say, I'm not going to be that person. Amen. And if you keep reading the story, there were four lepers that were on the outside of the village and they're sitting there and they've really, they're really in worse shape than the people that are in the village. They're either going to die of leprosy or they're going to die of hunger or they're going to die by the sword. They got three strikes against them and they're just sitting there in the natural waiting to die. But then one of them speaks up and says, why sit we here until we die? Why are we just going to sit here and accept this without putting up a fight? Look at your neighbor and say, don't just accept this without putting up a fight. Amen. They said, why sit here until we die? And they got up and they started marching into the enemy's camp. Now, can you imagine? They got leprosy. You know, who knows what was missing on their bodies? Some of them probably dragging their feet, you know. But God amplified the sound and made it sound like an entire army. And all it was. And, and the enemy camp didn't even bother to send a scout out and see where all the noise was coming from. They just assumed it was a mighty army and it frightened them so that they fled and left everything behind. The food, the supplies, everything. And when these four lepers came up in the camp, nobody was there. Nobody uh, uh, tried to resist them. And they saw all the spoil that was there and they began to partake of it. And then they said, no, this is not right. We need to go tell the people in the village and, 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 and share it with them. And they did. And there's one man who said, impossible. That couldn't happen. He didn't partake of it. Don't be that person. Amen. Supernatural increase. I like the fact that it only took 24 hours. That's the God we serve. Amen. I, I've gone to bed sometimes. Thank you. you. May have done this yourself. I've gone to bed sometimes not knowing in the natural where this money's going to come from that I need by morning. Anybody ever been that way? And I remember coming back from vacation one time. I get a call from my general manager. Uh, can we talk? I said, sure, come on over to the house. So he comes in and he doesn't have a good report. I can see on his face 
that this is not going to be a good report. And he, he says, uh, I, I need to apologize to you. I said, for what? He said, I messed up. I said, what are you talking about? And he said, uh, I haven't paid payroll taxes for three months. I said, what? He said, I haven't paid payroll taxes. Now, this is a long time ago, for three months. And we've got to have them by Friday. Uh, today's Thursday. <laughs> I said, how much is it? It was a ton of money with the penalties and everything. It was a ton of money. In the natural, I didn't have it. Now, what I wanted to do You know, I sold one office manager, <laughs> but this one I want to kill <laughs> and just tell God he got lost. I don't know where he went. <laughs> Bury him out in the backyard. <laughs> oh, I was so mad. I said, why, where, why'd you do that? He said, well, we needed money here, needed money there. And I kept thinking it'll come in and I'll pay it later. And, and the next thing you know, three months got away from me. And now we got to have it by Friday. I said, it, that's tomorrow. He said, yeah, we got to have it by tomorrow. Welcome home. <laughs> I sent him on his way. I said, I'll call you a little later today. And I'm sitting in my living room and the more I sit there, the madder I got. Don't look at me so holy. The madder I got. And then I started feeling sorry for myself. I, I, I hollered out loud. I don't deserve this. It didn't change anything, but I felt better. I said, Lord, why did you send me this man? <laughs> he said, you had, I had my Judas, you had yours. I said, I don't want everything you got, just the good stuff. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and feeling sorry for myself and, and you know, thinking, well, dear God, what are we going to do? What can we sell? You know? How are we going to get out of this mess? By tomorrow. And I'm sitting there, and the Lord said, you better get a hold of yourself. Better get a grip on this. I said, I know, but I don't want to right now. How come I can't just act like other Christians? <laughs> Amen. I know better than letting myself get in this condition and, 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 and allowing Satan to plant all these negative thoughts in my mind. I know better, but right now it just felt like acting like other Christians. He said, you better get a grip on this and you better get a grip on it soon. I said, okay, so I got up and I started praying in the spirit and, and then the joy of the Lord hit me and, and, and I started worshiping God and 
all of a sudden, man, the joy of the Lord, I'm running around there, jumping up and down and shouting. And, and Carolyn said, what, what happened? Did, did you get a breakthrough already? I said, well, in the spirit I have, I know that I know that I know God has never let me down. God has never failed me and he's not going to start today. And I just got happier telling her about it. I learned a long time ago, don't let the devil steal your joy. Amen. And so uh, the joy of the Lord came on me. And I'm just, I, I still don't have a clue what I'm going to do. Nothing's happened to indicate it all be taken care of. But I had the joy of the Lord. And I just knew that I knew that I knew that God was going to come through. I don't know how, but God's going to come through. And about an hour later, I get a phone call. Jerry, are you home yet? Yes, sir. I'm home. I just got home early this morning. Uh, can we take you to dinner tonight? Uh, yeah, I'm available for dinner. He said, okay, let's meet in such and such place. And so we did. And he said, after we got through eating, he said, uh, uh, we've got some tithe money that we've been holding back and, and uh, we were praying about where to put it. And the Lord said to put it into your ministry. And then he said, could you use, and he gave a figure and it's exactly what I needed to pay that bill. He said, could you use this? I said, you've heard from God. <laughs> or like Brother Hagin used to say, amen, brother, how much? You know? <laughs> and he said, well, I brought the check with me and uh, I wanted to present it to you. That's the reason I was hoping you were home. And I said, you have no idea your timing was perfect, praise God. And God came through. Amen? Now, what if you go around saying, there's no way, no way that I could experience supernatural increase this year, not with what I've been through, not with what I'm going through. Well, why couldn't you experience supernatural increase? Do you believe the God you serve is the God in whom nothing is impossible? Can you say amen? Yeah. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11, the Amplified Bible says, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void without producing any effect. It will not return unto me void without producing an effect, but it shall accomplish that which I please and purpose and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. That's God's promise. That his word is not going to return void. Lift your hands right now and say this out loud. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I believe the word. And I believe that if you want me to experience supernatural increase this year, then it will be thus and so. And I'm not going to let the devil steal that from me. So in Jesus' name, to demonstrate to you my confidence 
And what you say, I'm going to shout in advance. And just go ahead and do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Come on, shout a little more. Praise God. Praise God. You know, one of the last things that I did before March 15th, I was in California and then I was in Colorado. And one of the last things I got to do before uh, all of this hit was I got to pay the mortgage off on a church. And uh, I really believe that's had a lot to do with the supernatural increase I'm experiencing right now. Amen. Don't ever stop sowing. Amen. Don't ever stop sowing. The Bible says, there is that scattereth and yet increaseth. Do you need God to meet your financial needs? Have you ever wondered how to convince God to bless you? Today's special offer contains Jerry Savelle's prophetic book, Principles of Supernatural Increase, and his three-CD series, Increase God's Way. In this revealing special package, Dr. Jerry Savelle clearly sets forth the biblical principles of supernatural increase, including your covenant right to increase, how God moves supernaturally, and common deceptions that bring poverty and defeat. God desires that you move to a higher level in every area of your life spiritually, financially, professionally, and socially. You don't have to convince God to bless you. It's already His plan. Don't delay. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Supernatural Increase Special Package. Embracing these principles on a consistent basis, you'll soon experience supernatural increase as never before. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I trust that you were inspired by the message. And I want to encourage you, don't let Satan steal the Word from you. Hold fast to the Word of God. God's Word is designed to produce His blessings and great benefits in your life. And if you remember, we talked about the prophetic Word that God gave to me for 2020, and some of you may be thinking, how in the world could I experience supernatural increase with everything that's going on in our world today? Well, God's Word is forever settled in heaven. God promises that His Word will not return unto Him void, but our responsibility is to hold fast to it. Don't give up on it. Don't give up on supernatural increase. That's one of the reasons why I have produced this brand new book, showing you the principles of supernatural increase and how that you can position yourself to experience it in your life. Also, three CDs entitled Increase God's Way. God wants you to experience increase. It's His plan for your life. And one of the reasons why is not just so your life can be better, but so that you can be a blessing to others. So order these resources today. Go online, jerrysavelle.org, and it'll tell you what to do, or you can just look on the screen for the information and order them. And I believe once you get them in your home, they are going to cause your faith to go to another level. 
God wants you to experience supernatural increase. This year, hold fast to it. I'll see you again next week, and until then, remember, your faith will overcome the world.